0: It's time out. Hi, I'm Bill Price. My privilege to be able to coach you today and the subject for our session is Leadership, Coaching the Personal Competencies of a Team. Part 2. If you've got an A4 size page and you again turn it landscape and I'd like you to draw five columns. The first column is the Competency, the second column are the uh, elements of that competency, the third column is a rating, and the fourth column is action steps. So the first column is the um, personal competency, the second column is the elements, the third column is the rating, and the fourth column action steps that I need to take in a survey and a trend analysis that I was involved in years ago to discover what is going to happen to leadership. And at that stage, leadership was going about 10 years ago, leadership was going through a transition. It was shifting from the management style into being far more visionary orientated. And that was the time in the world of work and in the church where leadership was Uh, Focused on double clicked on and then suddenly everybody was now uh, Wanting to call themselves a leader wasn't nice anymore to be called a manager It was almost as if you are in a subservient position if you were a manager It was heard in the tone of voice when people were talking to each other and they said oh shame So you haven't gone on a leadership course. I'm so sorry. So you are still stuck in management Oh my word as if it's not necessary The reality is that managers and leaders and followers are all part of a team. One cannot do without the other. Leadership in general has got to do with the big picture orientation, management has got to do with the turning of the picture into a reality, and the team has got to do with turning that reality on a day-by-day basis together with the management and leadership facing their realities in real time Um, and turning that into outputs and the achievement of targets. On the piece of paper, we're going to be talking about five particular competencies that you need to, as a leader, help to orchestrate and facilitate. In the next decade, leadership is going to shift from being this charismatic person to more collaborative approach, working with people, And being able to be less egotistical and to allow people to work together with you and to work together with each other. And it's about you as the leader orchestrating and facilitating. Where you lower your ego and get to the place where you say, so it's not really about me. So I'm not this big shot, no matter what my title. Mr. Mr. CEO, Mrs. CEO, Bishop, Doctor, whoever get to the place where I realize that I'm a person with special capacities of leadership and my role is to work in collaboration with and to win the willing cooperation of my team uh, and to move them from where they are to where they need to be in this great vision. So in the first column, on the first row, The first personal competency that a leader needs to help orchestrate and facilitate is the uh, competency of cooperation. You know you're working with cooperation when people show respect for the work, when their viewpoints um, and the viewpoints of others are respected and requested, taken time and not shot down. Cooperation is when people are open and honest, when there's engagement and when there's dialogue, when there's flexibility in action and there's a constructive and solution-orientated mind frame that drives a flexibility and a capacity to be able to compromise. Where It's not ego that gets in the way that says it's my way or no way at all where people hide behind, and that's the negative side of it, hide behind titles and hide behind senses of authority, especially within the church, where people are told and reminded that you can't touch God's anointed and they hide behind all these silly little places. Cooperation is a competency, a personal competency, a quality and ability of people that is imperative to be successful in life. It means that I need to be appropriate and that I have an ability to empathize and that I'm conscious about my own role and conduct and that I need to learn to give and take. It's serving that drives cooperation. So if you had to rate yourself as a leader in terms of how cooperative you are, and ask each member in your team to rate themselves, and a third rating, how they would rate the team in terms of cooperation, you would then have a lovely diagnostic. Then you would need to ask, so what are the action steps that I need to take so that I can help people to enhance their cooperation? Cooperation flourishes when we've got Supportive ideas, efforts of each other are supported. Everybody's work is seen as important and focused on the overall task. Performance is a common dream. The I will, the I can, the I want to is alive and well. There's acknowledgement, there's confidence, there's personal enthusiasm. People are listening to each other's arguments and considerations, even criticism, and incorporating them into their own deliberations. They're making room for acknowledging other people's views and seeing them as valid and valuable. They're approachable on all levels, and they're positive, and they're focusing on positive conflict resolution with regards to their colleagues. They're creating a pleasant working atmosphere with a good sense of humour. They have an ability to read a situation and they accommodate self control in sensitive situations when meeting with the difficulty of misunderstandings. And the behaviour is one where we are aware and we are reflecting and we are representing that which is good. We are paying attention to being able not to be overbearing not to dominate, not to grumble and criticize. We're not focused on hierarchy or positioning. We're not stubborn. We're not reluctant to compromise. We're not pompous and overestimating our abilities. We're aware of each other and we are understanding each other in terms of that wonderful and great privilege of being able to be in cooperation with each other. So, the second personal uh, competency, quality, and ability that we as a leader need to definitely lead and orchestrate and facilitate and influence with intentionality is the personal competency called commitment. Commitment is about um, taking initiative, it's about being tenacious. It's about connecting to the sustainability of my personal drive. It's about the I can, I will, and I want that are alive. It's about opportunities rather than limitations. So when we pay attention to this wonderful competency called commitment, this is where the people tackle the work where they put their heart and soul into it, where they apply their creativity, where they take ownership, where they don't wait. And if things aren't coming on time, they don't use that as an excuse. They initiate and ask people to please send whatever needs to come their way so that they can achieve their objectives. It's about initiation. It's about believing in the value of the work that is done. It's about having energy and being resourceful and regard for others. It's about having a high energy level. It's about a consistent drive. It's about following up on tasks until they are finished and being connected to that task knowing that if it's only 60% completed I've got to come up with a plan to finish it with the 40% outstanding within the given timeline. It's about keeping the spirit high and the morale high. It's about paying attention to all these wonderful and glorious attributes. The negative side of commitment is when people are just passively awaiting instruction and for the next step. No initiative. They have difficulty in starting things and they've got to be repeatedly encouraged. They have to take extra tasks and often are reluctant. They leave others to take the initiative and are basically negative or neutral about it. They preferably take the jobs that they like, where it increases their own visibility and status, and the rest they leave up to the others. They refute, they dispute, they're unreasonable. Um, they believe others should do far more. They're reluctant. They have low energy. They give up easily. they unimaginative. They have difficulty in spotting alternative solutions, and they see more problems than solutions when it comes to the tasks. So how would you rate yourself as a leader in terms of orchestrating and facilitating and intentionally influencing people's commitment? And then, based on the elements, both positive and negative, ask your team to rate themselves and to rate the team and then to ask the question, based on the score that we have now, what action steps can we take over the next 30 days to shift us at least up the scale from where we have originally um, pinpointed ourselves. The next personal competency that a leader has to orchestrate and facilitate is the competency of independence. It's the capacity to be responsible, to take on ownership, the capacity and ability and quality to have natural authority over my own life. That wonderful scripture in Proverbs that says God honors a person more than that controls their spirit than he that can take a city. It's about the ability to draw the line. It's about the ability to have good solid boundaries and that Is where leadership has to play its role independence in terms of its elements is where a person has a a sense of their influence and they know how where they can make decisions and the authority they know when to say yes and when they can say no and when they have to ask from for permission upwards they can ensure that their decisions are made on every single level they can define a task and draw conclusions. They can take ownership of every aspect of the task. They take ownership for their own personal satisfaction and cooperation and well-being. They have an ability to air their views and opinions in a, in a well-balanced way that really attracts the respect of others. And they uphold uh, well-reasoned arguments rather than just using negative statements. The negative side of the elements Of the personal competency of independence is people will have difficulty in understanding when to make a decision and when to involve others they constantly need support from supervisors and colleagues they need constant detailed instructions to carry out the next and the next and the next they passively await the instruction from others they scared they deny responsibility for unresolved tasks it's definitely not their problem And then they allow others to overstep their limits and don't draw the line um, of other people's expectations on them. So how would you rate yourself as a leader in terms of how you orchestrate and facilitate independence within a group? And that's critical, that every team member needs to be given their space and allowed to be who they are. Allow the team to rate themselves and the team and then to work out the average and ask yourself, so what action steps can we take in the next 30 days to shift us into becoming far more um, connected to our own independence? And uh, because that's critical. Cooperation is where we have interdependence. Going down in the column, the fourth Uh, competency and quality and ability that we as leaders need to facilitate and orchestrate is the competency of development in other words it's the ability in terms of the elements that a person has curiosity to develop new opportunities they have new ideas and they try them and put them to work they take ownership for learning new things They're a co-player in the process of change. They learn from their mistakes. They reflect and they act uh, on personal feedback from others. They're looking at how I'm learning. They're seeking knowledge. They have an eye for new solutions to the challenges and problems that are arising. They prepare to take uh, the lead when testing new solutions. They're willing to take a risk. They're turning ideas into actions. They're willing to take on new tasks outside familiar territory, they uh, have a positive and a loyal approach to change, they assume personal responsibility for their own development, they accept and take on challenges, they acknowledge their mistakes and improve by learning and they carefully consider personal feedback. The negative elements of development is that uh, they lock themselves into doing things like we've usually done, Um, being uncertain about uh, change and they even mistrust change. They tend to say, I told you so. They turn down all ideas just to be difficult because it's unrealistic. They criticize and they really offer constructive proposals or improvement. They're always shooting things down and never telling you why or what they want in its place. They're reluctant to admit, and they don't change their behavior because of others' point of view. They simply believe that they're in the groove, and the groove in the grave is a lovely place to be. Again, rate yourself as a leader. Get your team members to rate themselves and to rate the team as an overall rating, and then develop action steps. The final personal competency that a leader needs to facilitate and orchestrate Is one of efficiency and the elements of efficiency are around being able to perform the tasks quickly with quality that um, they achieve their outcomes and the job gets done in time on time with quality that their deadlines are realistic and they meet them Um, they have an overall picture and they connect the task to the timing to their talent They can distinguish what's important and what's less important. Um, They can prioritize. They can sustain clear focus and they can have um, a sense of detail when it's needed. So they deliver quality and they learn um, from the delivery. They're good at asking for help. And uh, they go the extra mile if necessary. They've got a good sense of how long a job is going to take and how long it's going to take before it gets finished. They give plenty of time in terms of warning uh, in case things are not going to work out. They have a good sense of mutual relationships. Um, They see how their own tasks tie into the overall goals. They've got a good eye for identifying objectives. They focus on important They keep cool heads and they make sure that they are paying attention to all these wonderful areas uh, that need to be fulfilled. The negative side of the elements of efficiency are around uh, they slow to execute. They give up easily. They break off mid-task. They have difficulty judging how long a job will take. They uh, cannot complete a task. Um, They can't relate a task to each other and understand the consequences. They're into blame games and excuses. They get sidetracked. They jump from task to task. They have difficulty in deciding what's important and they're careless and they don't deliver uh, the quality check. Your role as a leader is to influence people in terms of their personal competencies because if I don't focus on the positive elements I'm going to get the negative element by default and when I see people in their negative element it's my job as a leader to bring them to awareness and consciousness and to facilitate and orchestrate and influence them out of that back into the positive element of each competency. So I do hope that you have a wonderful Practical coaching tool to be able to lead and coach the personal competencies of your team. You can contact me on bill.price at